The content of this podcast, Swingin' It, is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The content discussed is not intended for investment advice nor a recommendation. Investing in any stock, security, bond, ETF, option contracts, or futures has substantial risk of loss. Chris McBride and John Burrell are not certified financial or investment advisors, nor are they registered brokers. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that neither Chris McBride or John Burrell will be held responsible for any loss that you may occur from acting on the topic or discussion in this podcast. These topics are not meant for recommendation. Chris McBride and John Burrell may hold positions in securities discussed in this podcast. to the Just Swinging It podcast. Again, we have Dustin on our show today. Uh, Chris is still on vacation, so uh, we're going to get into a few things here and a few discussions, so hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, Dustin, what's going on, man? Uh, Not a whole lot. Busy day. Um, I guess the main thing that happened today was I had my fantasy football draft in one of my leagues, so you know, that's where all my time went for about two hours or so today, so... Good. I got a pretty decent team. I'm not going to lie. It's, it, well, I take it back. I kind of reached a little bit. You know, I'm a Bengals fan, so I kind of reached for some Bengals players. But other than that, I, I should be all right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, good. good to hear. Yeah, uh, my friends was just talking to me about um, the, the league. And they. I see uh, I've been getting some emails of them, like, doing adjustments in there and stuff. But we haven't had ours yet. I think we're going to do um, – our draft this week, this next coming weekend. So uh, it's getting time for that, which, you know, I'm glad uh, we're still going to have a football season. Oh, seriously. Yeah. After like, so I'm a big Ohio state fan and big 10 just canceled or whatever. And like, everybody's going crazy around here. I might kill myself, but like <laughs> we, we still have NFL, so it's cool. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, the college football, I mean, as long as we have sec college football, we're, we're good. As long as there's something on Saturdays for me to watch that's football related. I'll be fine, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess, going forward. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was looking at videos today of uh, Nick uh, Nick Foles' interview. I'm a big fan. I'm a Philly fan, and so, oh, okay. you know, Nick Foles, like, you know, brought us to glory or whatever, <laughs> um, and so him being in Chicago, I still, you know, I'm still a big fan of his. I was a big fan of his when he was at the Eagles the first time and I seen an interview where they were asking me like, well, how's it going to be playing in an empty stadium, you know? And he's like, you know, it's going to be challenging for everyone at at least, you know, it ain't like one team has to deal with it and the other one don't. He said, but whoever can really adjust to these, um, you know, different environment, um, you know, let the better man win, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I guess we'll continue to bet on uh, the stock market and be involved in Binance um, as uh, these sports teams and and conferences are being closed. So I guess it'll uh, make for some interesting trading at least. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm assuming Dave Portnoy, last time I checked, he was still day trading, even though MLB and then NBA is back. 
Um, last time I checked, he was still doing it. So uh, he's still going to be on there pumping and dumping things, I guess. I, I can't see, because he keeps on saying that, like, he's going to go back to sports. He doesn't like it. He hates it. You know what I mean? He's always on fast money, it seems like. And he's always just saying, like, I'm done once sports come back. But, like, I think he's got the bug now. I think he's going to be, you know, kind of addicted to it a little bit. He's going to get burnt really, really badly one of these days, though, for sure. Well, well I, mean, I think he already did. He already did. But, like, then yeah. he like, made all his money on the airlines and cruises and stuff. Now he thinks he's, like, invincible, calling out, like, Warren Buffett. And, like, it, it's pretty funny, though. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty entertaining to have somebody like this, uh, you know what I mean, kind of disrupting the whole finance, along with Robin Hood, I guess. So you have Robin Hood, all these Robin Hood traders, you know what I mean? Um, just make it easy, easy, easy. No zero commissions and all this stuff. And then that kind of changed how everybody else did it. And then you had COVID, which brought along Dave Portnoy. So, I mean, it's kind of two things that kind of just uh, upset the whole market, really. I mean, maybe that's why we're at war where we are now, I guess, plus the Fed pumping money, I guess would be a third factor. But uh, it's just yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is some very uh, crazy times, both between, I mean, the, you know, the pandemic, the trading, the just a lot going on this year. We actually uh, had an earthquake here um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, so um, we actually have an um, office, an engineering office, an R&D place down in Charlotte, actually, by uh, UNC Charlotte, real close to there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it's at, but I've been there before, but uh, <laughs> it's next to like a Poke Bowl place and a, um, uh, what was it, a pho place. It's like in between there. It's by there. So wherever that is down there. But anyway, yeah, they were saying that they had an earthquake. I was like, oh man, I wonder if, uh, wonder if John felt it at all. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was like around eight o'clock in the morning and I was, I think it was on Sunday morning I was waking up. And I was just going to use the restroom and then going to lay back down. I was like, I'm sleeping in and uh, went to lay back down. And it sounded like someone dropped a bowling ball in the living room. I was like, what was that? And um, my girlfriend's uh, friend was staying with us. And I was like, well, I think she knocked something over. Because if it's, if it's uh, you know, too extreme, she'll come in here and let us know. But it was just like a, a big crashing sound and it didn't really shake like you would think. It was just like, it was like a more of like a, just, you know, a bowling ball was dropped in the living room or something fell over huh. and it just sh it like jarred the house, but it didn't like, you know, shake or anything. So oh, that was so interesting. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, let's get into some stock market stuff. We'll um, uh, have our picks here for what we think is going to go up and down for the week ahead. Um, we'll start with Chris's picks. Uh, Chris's sales stock is um, Kelly B, which I didn't know what that was. And Dustin actually said it was like a uh, employment place. Is that what she said? Yeah, it's like a temp service place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it actually went up to uh, like $90 a share on Friday and then went back down to 26. Uh, and I think it settled somewhere in the 30s, but uh, really big jump there. I wasn't aware of that. So Chris is actually um, predicting that it's going to close lower on the week. And then his uh, buy stock is GM General Motors. I'm not really uh, familiar with where they're trading at right now, but that's his buy stock. And then uh, Dustin, what's your uh, buy and sell for the week? Uh, so I went with just VXX, um, which is an ETN. Um, 
that's my buy for the week because I think volatility should kick in. I mean, obviously, we're going to be above 340 tomorrow, most likely. I mean, spoos are right there right now. But I mean, as far as like the SPY going forward, we should be above 340. And I think that has to pull back some point, And I think it's going to um, pull back this week. So I think um, just all your volatility stuff is going to be up. You got about uh what dollar 57 move by this friday so um I, th I think it can totally hit that i think the vix just in general um it, it found support near like 22 ish down there i think we're all like 2250 right so i think that should go up and i think all the other volatility stuff is gonna go up with it just my personal preference could be totally wrong but uh i i i, I hope volatility kicks in at least <laughs> Yeah, get a little bit more premium for uh, the option selling and get a little wider. So uh, definitely exactly. help strategies out that uh, we're akin to there. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then for my sell, I'm going to go with Twitter, actually. So I didn't know what to pick. I know you mentioned um, car manufacturers and just in general. So I was thinking about something like that. But um, I'm just going to go with Twitter. It's got that big, it's on the high of the tech run, you know what I mean? It's like at $39 right now, something like that. Um, call skew in there, and uh, you got about $1.46 move by this Friday. So I love when I see call skew because I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I want that thing to pull back. So I can actually, I can actually suck up some premium on the call side for once, you know what I mean? So, yeah, for sure. I mean, calls have just been, uh, I had a, uh, so I've been selling um, 30 Delta credit spreads in the SPY. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so I sold one, it went through it. I sold another one, all like 45 to 50 days away. It went through it, sold another pair. It went through it <laughs> and then sold another pair. Um, so every time it goes through, I would sell another one above it. Uh, okay. So yeah. the first one, the first two, it went through and then it came back below um, my second one, but I think it's back through it now too. So yeah, the calls have been beaten up. So maybe we can <laughs> get some of that back here in the next couple of weeks, but <laughs> seriously though, <laughs> yeah, it's just been a raging bull market, but my, um, my buy stock for the week is UNG. Now I had been picking um, the, buy stock or the triple leverage ETF of, um, of UNG in the prior weeks, but I think they finally closed those funds down. Uh, I know there was a, a bunch of triple leverage ETFs um, that they had uh, closed. So I'm just going to stick with UNG. They actually, UNG is up like 20% from its uh, bottom. So it had a couple big days in the weeks prior. That was a, a long of mine that, uh, I had a position on, so I made a little bit off of that. Nice. I think it's still got some room to go, so we'll see how that works out. And then my sell stock is SVXY. It's uh, basically to uh, Dustin's point earlier about volatility coming back. I feel like the short volatility fund probably get obliterated this week, or that's <laughs> what I think. But, you know, if it continues to go how it's going, then, uh, you know, probably not. But we'll see how that goes. But that was our... Uh, competition uh, of our picking stocks for the weeks. Um, I think Chris has beat me by one point so far, and I just have until – I think I have a couple weeks left, so we'll see how that goes. He was beating me by like five or six points, and I've came back, and now he's just up by one. So 
there's supposed okay. to be some kind of penalty if I lose. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then something that I was wanting to talk about um, on, I think it was Friday that we recorded the other episode was, uh, and I just, you mentioned it, but then I never got to it. I just kept rambling on about other stuff, but um, TD Ameritrade uh, Thinkorswim has been having some issues and uh, I've seen where some traders were um, saying that they've had issues in, in the past, uh, even when the software was up, that they would put in an order and it wouldn't fill immediately. Like there was some lag in the software. And, um, you know, Thinkorswim, I think was, you know, I guess Tom Sosnoff and um, the guys over there at Tasty Trade and Tasty Works that, um, you know, came up with that platform. You know, that, that was the prior, I guess, the greatest thing that you could really trade with. Um, but I guess they just, uh, as the years have progressed, uh, they haven't been able to keep on top of things. And um, I see where a lot of people is going over the tasty works. Um, so what's, what's your opinion on Thinkorswim? Do you think it's because the, the crew is uh, now at tasty works? Or do you think that, uh, you know, what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, sorry, I'm looking at my eyes. I look like a raccoon with these like shadows around here, right? Sorry. I got <laughs> oh, you're good. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. Um, well, I watched a little doc. Have you watched the documentaries on Tasty Trade about um, how they came up with Pink or Swim and now it turned into, uh, you know, I, I didn't know that basically like that was like, uh, I guess nothing like it at its time. You know what I mean? Like Think or Swim was just like this crazy thing that they built that was just, you know, I mean, light years ahead of anything else. I, I had no idea. I just always thought like, oh yeah, you could always trade on the internet really easily. Right. Right. Um, but like the way they have it set up and the way they built it and everything like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, kind of, because I think it feels like when I watch like Tasty Trade and I see Tom Sosnoff and the boys over there talk about um, the Tastyworks platform and how it's always evolving and why they do what they do. Um, they're very much building it for tra traders. Obviously, it's kind of built towards options trading 100%, you know what I mean, more or less. I mean, obviously, you can do other things on it. But, I mean, it, they make it so easy to set up any sort of strategy. And, I mean, those strategies are literally right there. You know what I mean? You just drop down box and then click it, and then you just move your strikes. Whereas Sneak or Swim, it's almost too much stuff in there now. Um, but, yeah, I, th I think it, it has a little bit to do with that, I would say. I mean, because you have to, like, Tom Sosnoff and other guys, he's an entrepreneur, you know what I mean? He's always forward thinking, looking, and then, um, he even came out and said that he liked what uh, Robin Hood did. Not that he likes Robin Hood or, like, promotes it, but, like, he enjoyed how that basically upset everything, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think they're always forward looking and trying to make the best platform as I can, whereas maybe Thinkorswim, TD Ameritrade, they kind of have a monopoly of more or less everything. They're, they're, they're what? They're always on CNBC, you know what I mean? Fast Money and everybody, they always use Thinkorswim stuff. So maybe they think that they're just, since they're the biggest platform that they can kind of slack off. I, I don't really know. There's a guy who works in my office and he's a financial advisor. And for two whole days, he couldn't really do anything. He would just come sit in the break room and be like, my platform's down. And I was like, oh, yeah, I heard it's down. He's like, yeah, I can't do anything. And I mean, he's, he's like building, what am I trying to say? <laughs> he's, he's a financial advisor, you know what I mean? So like that's people's money and like retirement that he has to deal with. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, 
I really don't really have a good answer for it. <laughs> I think that when these corporations and like corporate America gets in things, it just takes them so long to adjust and move. Whereas like smaller companies and, and people that like private companies that I think they can move to so much more, you know, they can move faster than, um, than these larger corporations. There's too much red tape, I think in corporations. And I think that, you know, they pretty much, you know, they're the founders of this space, I guess. So they're like the, the first to, I guess the first to, um, what was it called when they, when someone got, comes to a, um, a new field or finds a new opportunity, they're like the, the first, um, Oh, um, I don't yeah. Well, anyways, but uh, <laughs> a word that describes that. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're the first comers of of the of the whole online trading and trading, really yeah. revolutionized the uh, the industry. And I guess you know, with them being gone and they continue to push forward, uh, they have lightning fast. I mean, when when I switched over from Robinhood to Tastyworks, because um, I was on Robinhood, that was my first trading platform. And then uh, eventually switched over, um, and you know it was so much faster. I was surprised. Like before, I think on Robinhood, I, I, it's kind of fuzzy now, but when I would swipe up, it would have like the little circle, like loading circle, and then I would get field. Um, but on Tastyworks, it's like I click the button, and before my hand comes off the button, it's like it's field. So oh, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's super fast on uh, Tastyworks and. Uh, that I've never had a problem with Tastyworks. Um, it, they've been good. And Chris actually, he switched over to Tastyworks. I think his money will be uh, on there and live on Monday. So he's uh, oh, really? joined over too. Ah, he switched over to the dark side. Nice. He's going to love it. He's going to get spoiled with it actually. Uh, because I mean, because he was still using Robinhood, right? Yeah. So, I mean, basically he, all his charts and everything was always delayed by a minute basically or 30 seconds to a minute, right? I mean, because Robinhood's still a little laggy as far as, you know what I mean? Tastyworks, it says right there every single time somebody's buying or selling, you know, and it tells you where, you know what I mean? It has like those little Qs and Zs next to it, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he's going to he's gonna enjoy that for sure. I mean, I did. I, I did the same thing you did. Went from Robinhood. Actually, I take it back. I went from Robinhood to Thinkorswim, and then I went to Tastyworks. So, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Tastyworks when hundred percent better than both of those yeah Casey works um it's not as complicated like you were saying it doesn't have i mean it doesn't have some things that i wished it you know maybe would but they've, they've been putting new things on there one thing that um i really like that they've done is you can actually when you place an order like if you're um, trading stock or you know i've been trading like the micro uh futures um you can put in your order and it'll put a line on the chart it'll show where you put the order and you can actually click it and drag it and then you can also put your stop loss and and uh take profit points on the screen ah, and you can move it up and down on the screen without having to type in an order oh ah, that's pretty cool i didn't know you can do that yeah yeah I'm, I'm usually on my phone so i never get to look at any of that really on the desktop so oh, that's pretty cool actually yeah and um then they have the pairs trader now too where you if you're like playing the difference between the two pairs you can pop that up and they're constantly adding stuff and speaking of adding stuff the um are you a, a a subscriber to the small exchange uh i am not no okay yeah they have the uh that new um technology 
feature that's going to be launching uh, tomorrow. So I guess it'll be trading at seven, or I guess it's eight a.m. tomorrow. So is when it's yeah, yeah, our time, seven central, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess um, we'll see how that does tomorrow. And that's another thing, you know. Um, it, we were talking earlier about how Tesla is just, you know, in a bubble basically, but the whole technology sector seems like it's um, in a bubble. But I mean, I know that a Apple, you know, they have better um, earnings and they have cash flow. You know, they got more money on, on hand than most countries. So you can justify Apple more than you can some of the others, but the whole tech industry, it's up, um, I think like 400% since, um, I, I don't know, it's up double what the S&P uh, 500 is up in the same time period. I think I think it's since, wow. uh, since 2015 or something, oh, I'm not okay. sure, but uh, it's basically up double what the S&P 500 is up. So, I mean, when, when you're thinking about long-term growth, I just don't see how many of these companies can grow much more. I mean, Apple might be priced okay where it's at. I mean, it, 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 you can almost justify its uh, market cap, but I don't see how it could go much higher than where it's at. But Right, yeah, I mean, it's a two, $2, trillion, $2 trillion company, and that's basically the size of the UK market. I saw that on CNBC the other day. Like, it's all like, oh my gosh, like, dang, that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, especially after the split, you know what I mean? Pin it at five right now, split, and get it down to what? It's going to split, what, four? Four? Is it four or five? I, Tesla's five, and then Apple's four, right? I think so. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, th I think it's four, yeah. So get it down to, you know, what, what would that be, 125? And, you know what I mean, just, I, I think that's perfectly fine where it's at, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I don't trade it. I'm actually anti-Apple. <laughs> I haven't, I've, I've never owned an Apple device and I choose, uh, uh, you know, I claim that I never will. So we'll see how that goes for me. But <laughs> Actually, I had an iPod once, like an old school iPod when they first came out. That's the only thing Apple I ever had as well. Every Android and everything else is so much better. So more open face, you can do more stuff with it, but you know, we digress. Yeah, that's my whole argument to it too. Um, you know, in, in Apple, you have to have an adapter for everything. Now they're making like they're making it like harder to use. But um, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see how much growth. You know, the small uh, exchanges feature that comes out. It might be a good uh, good thing to hit sell on day one. You never know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I I would be inclined to yes, do it that way, but I don't know. It's, it's all who knows what's going to happen with this thing so <laughs> yeah for sure uh so what's your uh what's your i know we talked a little bit before we got on camera here but what's your uh overview for the week coming uh overview for the week so um i did a little podcast yesterday at, uh, on my pivotal trading or whatever um and basically kind of the same thing that i said um, on there basically that I think we're going to have a pullback somewhere. You know what I mean? I think the market was building in some sort of good coronavirus news. We had that today, even if we go up a little bit tomorrow, just so we can crush that 340. You know what I mean? I think we still going to pull back by the end of the week um, and then get some more vol in as well. I think t tech is just overrun and like, it's got to come down at some point. You know what I mean? I mean, 
obviously the whole market does, but I think tech in general, uh, something has to come back. I think basically everybody just wanted to get in on Apple and stuff, um, which we, you never know. We might have one more week because of that. So I think they're splitting at the end of the month. So I don't know when the cutoff is, like when do you have to buy shares before you're allowed to cut, you know what I mean? Like if we're splitting on the 31st, can I buy shares up until the 31st and then it splits, you know what I mean? The next day, I don't really know how any of that works. This is all new for me. So yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how any of that that'll work. It seems like it, it seems like the easiest way with like you know if you have an option position on. I'm and Chris went over this a little bit, which this is where I'm not uh, so great on the details um, as as far as my knowledge base goes. But he was saying like in certain circumstances they'll keep the options the the way they were before and just treat them as that's the current value until they expire before they go to the new one. It just seems like it'd be easier just to debit and credit everybody's account as if it executed that at that point and then just let everyone go replace their orders. Yeah, that's how I would see it. Um, I did see somebody on Facebook today, they had a uh, notification from Robinhood and it said that, uh, what was it? If you had one contract of this, I forget what strike it was, then after the 31st, it's going to be four contracts at this, you know what I mean? So, whatever it was, I don't know. You know what I mean? One contract at 500, then you're going to have four at 125 after that. You know what I mean? If it's the September monthlies, I think it was. So um, yeah, I think it'd be easier just kind of like stop, like you said, debit credit everybody and then go from there. And then it's kind of like a reset, you know what I mean? Then everybody, you know, but I don't, I guess not. So yeah, some of the stuff in the stock market and in these financial markets, it it's a little too complicated. I feel like, like, things like that it gets a little too a little too hairy for me but uh, where can people find um, the overview of the look ahead or the week ahead uh, that you were referencing um so you can find it on all any place where you get your podcast really so spotify apple podcast google um just type in pivotal trading and you can find that uh basically we have a weekly recap that me and my bearded friend josh do every monday night we also have a little thing called Tuesday Tutorials where we just break up um, really quick little uh, market and option educations uh, for, for people and just do a real short and sweet. And there's also every Saturday I do something called Quick Hits where that's where I just kind of look at my watch list and then kind of run down what happened the week prior and then look, look forward to the week uh, ahead. So at just pivotal trading on anywhere where you get your podcast. Cool deal. Yeah. Um, now, do you, how, how big are you into like politics? Um, well, on Pivotal Trading, we don't talk about politics, but we are, we all do have very strong convictions, but I, I, I get pretty hardcore into politics. I'm excited for these debates that are going to happen 100%. Uh, have you uh, traded any of the um, predicted markets? I'm sorry, the predicted markets? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know what that means. Okay, so this will be cool. Um, our viewers, we've, so we've been doing mostly stock market stuff on here, but uh, Chris and I have a segment that we do um, every now and then uh, where we actually trade political, um, political outlooks. Um, and there's a website called Predict It. Um, let's see if I can pull it up here. This wasn't planned, but just kind of <laughs> ran across there in my mind. Um, it's called predict it. Let's see if I can screen share. Internet's kind of running slow here. 
So can you see that? Uh, it says has started screen sharing. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Okay, predicted. All right, I see. That. Yeah, so it's predicted.org, and you can actually see what uh, what these markets are betting is who's going to win presidency. <laughs> so basically, whoever's so it's kind of like an options contract, right? If you're going to buy an options contract, then you're going to have a lower probability but a higher payoff. Yeah. Um, and then if you if you're going to sell one just for our viewers, uh, if you're going to sell one, then you're going to risk more money than you can make. So it's kind of the same thing here. So if you see Biden is 59 cents, if you buy Biden at 59 cents, that means that Biden has the greatest chance to win as of right now. So you are putting up more money than, and, and so it's between a dollar. Basically you put up 59 cents and you can win a dollar. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and so if you buy Trump, you're putting up less money because there's a lower probability of it happening, but there's a bigger payout. So that's, that's kind of, it, it's a free market. So uh, these people, you know, anyone that gets into this can, um, you know, can participate. You just have to sign up for an account and you can see actually how many, uh, I just put $30 in, or I put 15 and they match it. Like you can get a little promo uh, okay. code, they'll match it. So I just have like 30 bucks in there, just kind of trying it out. But we've yeah. been, uh, Chris and I both have like 30 bucks in it, uh, just kind of seeing what's going. Uh, one thing that we do say every time we get on here is that, um, our political view of who we want to win president doesn't always mean who we bet on who's going to win presidency. So keep that in mind when I show you um, this here. But anyways, okay. so this is kind of like the breakdown of, of the free of the market here that's trading. Uh, and you can, you know, buy yes or, or, you know, whoever you, whoever you want to put money on that's going to win. And just like the stock market, even though it say an earnings trade, right? you can bet up uh, on an earnings trade up into the actual event. But if something goes your way and you want to take profit early, you can go ahead and take profit early. You don't have to wait for the event to happen. Uh, see, that was going to be my question. Okay. Yeah. So if Biden, Biden could have been 55 cents last week and now he's up to 59, you made four cents, you can sell. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit interesting. So one of the trades um, that I'm actually making now is that I, I'm trading that the spread between Trump and Biden is gonna narrow. Uh, so I think Biden's a little too expensive and Trump's a little too cheap. And I think it'll come, you know, a little closer. So it's so like for my trade, it's not necessarily that I want Trump to win or I don't want Biden to win or whatever. Um, it's more of that I think the spread's gonna close. Um, so so I bought Trump here and. Uh, it's actually at the same price that I that I paid for it at. I think I just recently put this put this on. But yeah, it's really cool. So we always show this to people because there's a, a very um, you know options. I think for most people when they first get involved in it, it's kind of hard for people to understand. But when you kind of look at it like a free market, like well, if you're going to bet on two sports teams playing each other. Obviously, there you know if there's like the number one team versus the the number eight team and they're playing each other, you're not gonna evenly bet a dollar that the number one team is gonna win and then your friend's gonna bet that the number 
uh, 18 is going to win. You know, you're not going to evenly bet that because obviously the t person that is betting for the better team to win is going to have a higher chance of winning. So they should put up more money. It's, and, and, you know, that's kind of like how an option contract works. So when I go to this, it kind of really makes sense, I think, to traders. And, and this is trading as well. It's just something different than stocks, equities, or futures, or commodities, or anything. So it's it's a really cool uh, platform. I, I didn't know if you knew about this or not. So No, I didn't. I had no idea. This would be cool if they did something like this with, like, sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I, yeah. I hope they do something like this with, with sports. And this site doesn't take very much uh, commission. And that's one of, one of the problems with sports betting is that it's there's so much of um, – Oh, I'm losing the word. But anyway, there's so much of a difference between, like, I guess there's slippage, I guess is what you would call it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because there's so much commissions that you have to pay on either yeah. side of the market that it's hard yeah. to win if you bet for or against it. Yeah, 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 no, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, and this is one of the things where they don't take a big commission of the of the amount that you win or lose, and so the um, the bid and the ask get back to the stock market stuff is is really tight. So it's it's a pretty efficient uh, marketplace. If you look at some of these, like I mean, so this is like um, normally this would be illegal, but they're doing this for educational purposes. They say. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's 94 million shares traded on this uh, 2020 presidential election. Oh, wow. That was going to be my next, like, what's the volume on all this? How liquid is it? And then, dang, that's crazy. So can you scroll down a little bit? Most seats picked up. Oh, they have, like, tons of things on here. This is awesome. Will Biden, will Biden drop out before 11-1? <laughs> Yeah, and as you can see, you know, most likely no, so. Yeah, it's 91, yeah, compared to the the nine, yeah. Oh, this is crazy. Nah, <laughs> I might have to put some money in here just because. Will Kanye make it on the ballot in the Minnesota ballot? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so, so this one right here, so if you go in here and, So, yeah, I'm just going to do that one. And then shares traded. So I just got wow. filled. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and I just, uh, so I put $30, oh, I put 15 and and if you look for, like, promo codes and things, you can get, uh, they'll match you up to $15. So I just put 15 in to get 15 free. So I had 30 was my starting balance. I'm only at 46 cents. We're just kind of playing around with it. I haven't really thought of like building a strategy for this, but each position can be up to $800. So that's the max oh, okay. that will let you for educational and research purposes. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, okay. <laughs> so, so that's interesting. Yeah, we do this, uh, well, huh. we, we kind of added this in, even though this isn't like stock market, it's still trading. So we added this to uh, our podcast for a segment. We kind of, we don't do it every week, but we just kind of update it ever so often and, and let people see what's going on. And, and it's also a way to be, um, it's entertaining. And plus, you, you know, you can trade this like you do the market, especially like 
this is a little bit more speculative. I haven't really thought of a strategy, but however, I had thought about like Tastyworks mechanics was like, you know, usually they're around 60 to 70 deltas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, 20 to 30 deltas, which is like a 60 to 70% probability of uh, profit. I was yeah. thinking about just set, uh, buying everything that's 60 cents to 70 cents. <laughs> yeah, might as well. You know what I mean? And then you'll make what, that 40 cents on it, right? Because you'll sell it for a dollar after the event. Or, I mean, that's at expiration would be the event, I guess, right? Right. Uh, yeah, it'd be worth so. a dollar, but I mean, it would be worth whatever between now and then. Yeah, so. <laughs> That that might work. This will be interesting to see, like when the debates happen and all that stuff. Like how is this is twenty four seven, right? Yeah, Obviously, I mean, the, the good thing about this market is it never closes. <laughs> Seems to be sitting here. How much do like how much would you say it moves? Like if we're just talking about yeah, like Biden and Trump right here. Would this like tomorrow? Would it go up to sixty and forty two? You know what I mean? Or like how oh, here much, you go. Here it is, right here. 90 day. Oh, okay. So really since June. Oh, so it does fluctuate pretty much every day. Oh, wow. Huh. So it went from Trump went from 49 to 38. 38, yeah. And Biden went from like four or went from like 47 to 62. So, yeah, I mean, this is like they were really close to begin with, and then it kind of spread out since, like, um, I mean, just here in the last few months. But I, I kind of feel like this will, this spread will close and get a lot more tight, you know, more tight because, oh, yeah, you know, but, um, yeah, no, I, I think it will too. It'd be interesting, but yeah, they have a lot of stats and, and things on here as well. And <laughs> it's it kind of just interesting to see. I mean, um, you know, they got tons of markets and, and different things like, like this one. <laughs> I saw uh, something today. I don't know if this is true or not, but he wasn't back in a coma again. I don't oh, know wow. if that's true or not. I'll have to look that up. Don't, uh, don't quote me on that, but I, it was on Facebook, so it's got to be real. <laughs> Yeah, will uh, Kim Jong-un be supreme leader of North uh, Korea on December 31st? Uh, so far, it says there's a 71% chance that he, yes, he will be. So go ahead and trade that, see what happens. There you go. And it looked like it went down 19 cents. So I guess maybe the coma news may actually be legit. Wow, right here, look at this swing from 89 to 78. Wow. Put a couple put a couple hundred bucks on that, you'd have had some money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, this is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so but, it's basically like a penny stock almost, more or less. And I like you'd be an option of a penny stock, just kind of waiting for a news event of some sort to happen to just kind of make it go up or down real hard yeah i mean especially like kanye west when like they they had that on here before he even announced anything oh really that's weird yeah so chris and i actually pulled it up and we seen it we're like oh no way and we we hit the uh <laughs> we hit the no button on it and then yeah. i kid you not like um, the month a month later he was like i'm running for president i'm like it's kind of interesting that they had it on the site before 
like he even said anything. Needless to say, we yeah. lost almost like a whole dollar on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I wonder where where they got all that. You know what I mean? So, huh. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, pretty crazy. We were looking out through the things, and and Chris and I were picking our stuff, and um, we're like, "Yeah, for sure, this this won't happen," or you know, whatever. But here, let me see if I can pull that back up. Let's see. Yeah, so this looks like a penny uh, stock oh, chart. Yeah, seriously though. <laughs> it was trade. Look, I mean, it's been on here since. Uh, let me move this all the way. It's been on here since like the end of April. That's crazy. It was trading for two cents, and then it went to. Well, it pay it it fin it actually end up closing, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it spiked here. Uh, when he first made the announcement, it went from three cents to 47. But then there was talks about, well, he might not make it in time to technically be running like on the ballot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it like came way down and then, it, then they're like, Oh, he's on the ballot. And then it shot way up. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause that was back in April, man. I wonder how they knew this. I don't know, but they had it. I mean, it was a – I don't know if they just, like, put everything they can possibly think of that's possible to yeah, happen. It might but, have just been a lucky thing, yeah. Yeah, but it was – I mean, you could have got in, like, months before it even happened. So, <laughs> yeah, we were we were looking at that. But, yeah, anyways, uh, do you have anything uh, stock uh, market related or anything you, you want to go over before we end up closing here? Uh, not that I can think of anything, uh, right now. Um, yeah, nothing too special. We'll see what happens this week. A uh, couple, what's, what's the big earnings this week? Bed Bath Beyond, Salesforce. I think that's pretty much the big ones. There's a couple more big guys out there. So that might be interesting to watch, I guess. Um, other than that, no, thank you for letting me be a part of this while Chris is gone. So yeah, thanks, awesome. thanks for coming on and filling up the you know filling up the space here with me. And uh, I'm pretty terrible at this. Um, Chris usually uh, guides the way. I'm just kind of sporadic, and we touch on a little bit of everything. But we, I, you know, I think both of us feel you know we like talking about this stuff, and uh, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Kind of dragged this one out longer than I was trying to. But uh, before we wrap up, you were talking about earnings. Um, do you do iron condors on earnings as well, or do you uh, speculate any, or what's your plans on uh, earnings? Uh, sometimes. It depends on how much premium I can get. I mean, it depends on how much IV, right? You know what I mean? If I think there's going to be – there's tons of IV in there, there's going to be a good IV crush, crush then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to play something in there. Um, it'll be mostly an iron condor or a strangle of some sort. Obviously, a uh, strangle will be on – you know what I mean? Mostly the smaller stocks and stuff like that. It depends on, you know what I mean? Uh, how much buying power I want to give up. And uh, that also kind of determines, uh, I guess, how, if I do the week of, or I go out the next week, month, whatever. Uh, but yeah, mostly just iron condors, basically. And uh, yeah, it, it, it all depends on the, the IV, if I think there's going to be a good crush. You know what I mean? IV is only at 70%. Look at the back months. They're around 65, 60 not even going to be worth it. You know what I mean? If I see Ivy's 200 and you know, this week, the next month, it's going to be 150. The back months are down to 190. Then I'll start thinking about, you know, playing something on there. Um, but yeah, other than that, just 
No. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to be one of those guys. And actually, there's an admin that's in Pivotal. It used to be one of those guys um, that, you know, like, oh, earnings is coming up. Oh, man, I'm going to buy a call or buy a put. And that's literally the dumbest thing you can. No, I wouldn't say the dumbest thing you do. It's the dumbest thing you do if you buy, like, the week of. You know what I mean? Um, if you go further out and you kind of have a strategy and it works for you, whatever. But, like, we used to be these guys that, like, oh, yeah, two days to expiration. We're buying a call or buying a put. You know what I mean? I'll do it in Amazon and Amazon would move. It would be, I'd be in the money. You know what I mean? I'd still be like, Oh, why, why am I losing? Like, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, because IV got crushed plus data, all that good stuff. So um, yeah, but now mainly just iron condors strangles. Yeah. That's one of the interesting things that I think people don't understand is when you, when you're buying um, a, a call or a put, um, it's not just about where the price goes. You have to keep in mind how much premium, you're paying for that option contract because your price might be here, but if you're paying a ton for, if the IVR is really high and the IV is really high and you're paying a lot for that premium, you might have to get way higher than the, at the, at, than the strike price that you selected to even make any money. And um, so, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that, and unless you have a very defined strategy that's been back tested, I don't know that you can, have any long-term success in doing that I mean you would have to have I mean it has to everything to me is is about math it's like is this mathematically like proven because if you're just going off of what you think or what you hope that's going to happen that there's no consistency in that and you know that's that's where you end up blowing up at some point yeah, I agree. And basically, I just think earnings in general, instead of trying to think about anything, you know what I mean? Or like look at news or anything. I just always go in with like earnings are 50-50. Earnings are 50-50. I don't want to see an IV contraction. And I just keep it like that. And then that that's it. I don't get any further into earnings. You know what I mean? Like as you listen to all these guys on Fast Money on CNBC and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, well, NVIDIA is going to do this, this, this. It's going to be great. You know what I mean? So buy this call here. And it's like, well you still don't know, you know what I mean? They, they can say anything on that conference call that's going to change, um, you know what I mean, direction like that, you know what I mean? So guidance or anything. So, yeah, I just, it's always, I look at it always as a coin, coin flip. So, and then just, I want to see IV contract. So. Yeah, I mean, keeping it, keeping it to a set, in, uh, you know, a set in, in stone strategy that has a proven edge or an edge that's been back tested. That, that's the only way to go and that's something that I'm I'm, tr I'm struggling to do actually I, I'm going to try to download um, TD Ameritrade just so I can use their back testing software but uh, trying to do a pretty thorough back test um, you know we're doing that earn to trade um, uh, challenge to be you know to get the funds to day trade futures and I'm currently up in there but I'm, I'm trying to do a back test here um, before I make any more trades because I'm trying to prove my strategy and make sure it's, uh, you know, going to consistently work over the long haul. Um, because like I said, that's the only way I feel like uh, long-term success, but we'll see what happens. I'll update everybody on that on my, on my uh, journey of trying to figure out a good, uh, a good cheap way to back test. I tried NinjaTrader and as I was telling Dustin earlier is uh, NinjaTrader seems kind of hard and complicated to use so I, I won't be using that but uh, anyways that's uh, this uh, episode of uh, the Just Swinging It podcast and uh, uh, please go over and check out Pivotal Trading's um, 
uh, look uh, of the coming week and and what uh, their thoughts are on any of their podcasts, uh, any of the podcast websites that you can consume on. And I'm sure it's on YouTube as well, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, 100%. Pivotal Trading on YouTube. Just type in Pivotal Trading. We'll pop right up. All right. Well, we'll see you guys uh, next time and uh, have a good week of trading.